Today's episode is brought to you by Anchor.fm, the easiest way to make a podcast. Haven't heard about Anchor? Well, let me explain. It's free. That's right, F-R-E-E, free. Anchor has many creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will then take your podcast and distribute it for you. It can now be heard on multiple podcasting platforms, such as Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and many, many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It is everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. Download the free Anchor app today or go to anchor.fm to get started. That's anchor.fm. Start your dream now. What up, world? You have made it to another wonderful episode of The Rough Cut. It is December 23rd. You are here with your boy, AJ Johnson, and the one and only Vinny Milani. Vinny, sir, it's been too long. How are you, my friend? Uh, You know, I'm going to be honest with you. I'm going to be real Uh honest with you. I'm not doing great, Bob. I'm not doing (laughs) great. I'm not doing – I'm actually – I'm not even doing okay. I am miserable. Mm. Okay, I have been without football. I think football. I know what this is about. I have been without football for the past two days now. I did not watch Monday Night Football. I refuse to accept any notifications regarding Monday Night Football because I am out in my fantasy football playoffs in my money league, the very important money league, where I scored 142 points and got beat by 145 points. It is very hurtful. I am upset. Wait, wait, wait. They scored 291 points on you? No, 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 no. <laughs> Where does this math come in? Where does this math come in? He said you scored 143 and you got beat by 145. Oh, yeah, you're right, you're right. That's not That's not the case. That's not the case. If, it, if that was the, the case, that was still unreal. wrong, by the way, but like. <laughs> like, I have any, let's just, I'll just put it to you this way. I still, to this day, and it is Wednesday, we are about to hit Christmas Eve, and then Christmas, I still haven't even looked at our daily fantasy football score. Like, I don't even know what happened in that. Listen, let me tell you, honestly, the moment the moment on Sunday when we were done with our live show on Instagram, I stopped caring about how we draft because I was so focused on our playoff matches that we were all in. It was very and serious. I remember, I remember like midday, I was like, I don't think I even did the daily draft the way I wanted to. I was so focused on what I was up against because I was in three money leagues. Man, I'm with you, man. Like you remember Sunday, we <laughs> Sunday might have been the saddest day that we messaged each other about football because we were just watching all of our questionable decisions and all of our good decisions not show up. All of our hopes and, and dreams I, collapsed in front of us on Sunday. I'm I'm out of two of my three leagues. One of them was easily winnable. The other one, it probably wouldn't have happened. There were some moves I just wouldn't have made, but if I did make those, I would have won. And then the, you remember my fan ran, of course, right? Of course. So how could I forget that league? That league, I mer- I scored two hundred points in that league, even without fans on the bench. So 
I'm in the championship on that one, so I'm excited there. But I'm in, there was so much potential I'm, everywhere else. I'm only in one championship out of the four leagues that I'm in. Out of the four leagues I'm in, I'm only in yeah. one championship. I was in the playoffs in three of the four, and now I'm only in the championship from one of the four. And I don't even I don't even care. I can win my money back in that in the my money league by winning the third place game. And I'm like, do it. I don't even. I'm like, I'm just I, obviously I'm going to try to do it. But like come Thursday, I'm going to be like. All right, I'll I'll try my best. But either way, I'd I'd rather... This is my only request, Vinny. In your third place game, I need your spread to be more than two points. This is three weeks in a row now that you have lost a game by two points. And in one league, it directly affected me. But that's okay. You know, you got your own stuff to worry about. I'm not, you know, it's not always about me. I told you I was going to play spoiler on you, okay? I told you I was going to play spoiler, and it started with me beating you. You said spoiler on the season, not just on me. On, on. Yeah, you beat me and screwed it up. But then two weeks in a row, you had the guy, then you had a rematch on him, and you lost by two points to the same guy back-to-back weeks. How does that even You're happen, You're really man? kicking me while I'm down, buddy. What are we talking about today? You're kicking me while I'm down. I can't stand it. <laughs> I would never kick you while you're down. I kick you to the ground. <laughs> already on the ground. I'm always, it's like that meme. I'm already dead. Okay, I am already dead. AJ, please. What are uh, we talking about today? So I can finally just cool. yeah, put this yeah, in yeah. the past. We're gonna get into it. Today is a good one. We are talking college football. It's our first show of the week. We had a big football weekend. I don't even know how I did it, man. Between Saturday NFL games, Saturday college football games, all high profile. I got through the weekend of football. It was a little overwhelming, but happily overwhelming. But we're gonna break down some college football today. Are you ready to do that, sir? You had to know that was coming. I downloaded that drop just specifically for this moment. Yes, sir, I am ready. I appreciate you knocking that out of the park since I tossed it up to you. <laughs> that was a, that was an easy layup, and I just slay. I just you threw it down. You, you put the alley down. I'm proud of you. I didn't what know you had t- hops like what that. What is the term? Posterize? Is that the is that what you cool kids say nowadays? That's one of them. Hey, That's there one you of go. Them. All right, all right, all right. That's Wait, one. Uh, I can I see am the snapshot right man now. Alive! I don't know about all that, but it's all good. <laughs> Before we get into it, uh, real quick, thank all the listeners. Uh, you go ahead, hit that like, hit that subscribe. You know where you can find us on Facebook at the Rough Cut Sports, on Twitter at Rough Cut underscore Sports, and on Instagram at the Rough Cut Sportscast. And before we get into it, our college football segment today's episode is brought to you by Halftime Collectibles. Halftime Sports Collectibles, they got all your memorabilia, whether it's MLB, NBA, NFL, NCAA, NHL, anything you want. Go check them out. They've got so many things from jerseys to bats to signed cleats. And you ready for this? Um, uh, uh. Free shipping for any order over $100. So this is your last chance to get some of those great Christmas gifts in for all your wonderful family members. So go check them out at HalftimeSportsCollectibles.com. Vinny. Yes. A wonderful college football weekend was upon us. Tell me, <sighs> what's on your mind, Dude, Vinny? honestly, and you know, I'm very happy. I'm not happy that what happened on Sunday, but I'm happy that I can talk about this now because I had a very rough week with that fantasy loss, okay? I had a very rough week, <laughs> but I do not want it to be overshadowed by the fact that Bama won. Bama is now the number one ranked team. Well, obviously, they've been the number one ranked team. But they are the number one ranked team in the country heading into the playoffs. They are the SEC champions. 
But AJ, what what's on my mind here is the Heisman, okay? It's the Heisman race. And it, it honestly is taking a turn, okay? It has taken a turn off the beaten path that I've been on. I've been promoting and I've been plugging Mac Jones as the Heisman. I told you, I told you since the start of this show, back when we started doing the teasers, I was like, Mac Jones for Heisman. Y'all sleeping on my boy Mac Jones. He's going to end up winning it. He might end up winning it, but he doesn't deserve to. Neither does Kyle Trask. I'm glad you said that. Neither does glad Kyle Trask. That. Neither does Trevor Lawrence. Neither does Justin Fields. It is Devontae Smith from the Alabama Crimson Tide that deserves the Heisman. The, the, he deserves the Heisman race. Or he deserves the Heisman trophy this season. They were showing his stats on Saturday comparing him to when Charles Woodson won the Heisman back as the last player that wasn't a quarterback or a, what was yeah. it? A, yeah, not a quarterback or running quarterback back. Quarterback or running win. back. Yeah. yeah. So – Devontae, yeah, he's the last DB, if I'm been, not mistaken, right? Yeah, Devontae Smith, though, has been carrying this Alabama team. There is no Alabama Crimson Tide this season. There is no Mac Jones without Devontae Smith. It would be one thing if Mac Jones was spreading the ball around, if there was a Jalen Waddle, for, for instance, if there was him around to take away from Devontae Smith, then Mac Jones could possibly be that guy. But it's Devontae Smith here. Najee Harris did a big part or played a big part in that win against Florida on Saturday. But Devontae Smith was still killing it, man. And he has been carrying this team all season long. He is the best player in college football, and this is what this award is about. This is what this, is, this award is about. But here's the thing. I'm going to tell you this, this too. And people might hate me for this. My Heisman order right now would be Devontae Smith number one, Trevor Lawrence number two, and Mac Jones number three. Okay, and the reason why I put Trevor Lawrence, at, I know, I know, you're giving me the look right now. You're giving me the look. I know, I've been all, I know. Trevor Lawrence is the best quarterback in college football. Stop. Even though, Stop. even though Stop. he hasn't played as many games as everyone else, you can't. That's the only thing but, that but you can't tell me if you're on, if you're looking at it right now, if. Trevor Lawrence was the quarterback for Florida. Kyle Trask was the quarterback for Florida. Mac Jones is the quarterback for Florida. Whatever team you want to put these guys on, which quarterback are you taking? I mean, I'm going out of those three, I'm going to take Trevor Lawrence. However, that's not how that award is ranked, and you know it. Once he was out for a month, he was done. I'm sorry. You can't win the Heisman anymore. Like, after you haven't played four games in a row while these guys are still doing it, it's the same argument I make about Ohio State, which I, you know, when we get into it, I'll talk a little bit more about that. But once he was out, you know, it's not his fault. I get it. There were games that weren't played. There were games that were canceled. He couldn't do anything about it. I'm sorry for you. Unfortunate. It really is. However, you can't go, well, he's better than you, even though you had this fantastic season. It is a season award, not a you are the best player. If that was the case – you know, to take an example, if it was just because you're the best player, LeBron James would be the MVP of the NBA every single year. This is a regular season award. And because of the fact that he wasn't able to play some of those games, unfortunately, no matter how good he is, he can't be a finalist for the Heisman. I'm sorry. He can be on the outside looking in. I'm you okay with that. You wouldn't even have him as a finalist, though. To me, the no, finalist, no. at the end of the day, it should be Trask, Jones, Smith, and Lawrence. I think that's the four right there that are high, that are finalists. If, I mean, if he comes in at four, sure. But I really I, – I mean, I feel like I would put Fields in before that because he played more games. You put Fields in before Lawrence? 
I mean, I might put Najee Harrison before okay, Lawrence. Uh, uh, yeah, you, you hit a soft spot for me. I can't, yeah. I can't argue that wasn't this even one here. That wasn't even pandering to you. It really wasn't. It was more about, like, Fields did play more games, and while he regressed this season, look at what he had to deal with. I get the regression this year. Honestly, if he can, which he won't, I would stay another year. I would get that last What did year. he have to deal with, though? What did he have to deal with? that, that, you, that I you... mean, Well, first off, they didn't even know if they were going to play. Secondly, when they got the idea, of, when they got the go-ahead to play, they were pushed back three, four weeks. Then they only had eight games scheduled. Then he had a game canceled almost every other week. So when do you even get that? When do you get that chemistry? When do you get that flow, that momentum going? You never get yourself like in a stride because every time you get going, your game's canceled. And again, it's unfortunate, but like I, I understand the regression. And, you know, we, we may talk a little bit more about this, but we've seen it. His NFL stock is dropping. If I'm him or if I'm his people surrounding him, I might be talking about staying another year and getting a draft stock up because you don't want to be looking at as a guy who's going to drop down to the 20s, you know, and that's a real possibility right now. But going back to the Heisman part of things, if he was in the fourth spot, based on games played alone, I think I'd go with that. They might actually have the same amount of games played. <laughs> Now that I'm thinking about it, because yeah, he only played. They both have. I'm pretty sure they both have six games. Yeah, yeah. They they both have six games. Oof. Yeah, yeah, Damn. yeah. That but that it, might just like put but, a big fork in my argument. But, but either <laughs> no, but either way though, I think what I want to end this on before we get into our next segment here, Devonte Smith though, he should be, and we can both agree on this. I know we probably should. Uh, it's it's more about you and me giving that back and forth here, but we can agree. We can. Can you agree that Devontae Smith should be Heisman? The Heisman. The or a Heisman, Heisman finalist. No, the winner for the. Who is your Heisman? Who would your Heisman winner be? I swear to God, if you say Kyle Trask, I'm going to throw. I can't. You listen, can't say listen, Kyle listen, Trask. Listen, you listen, can't. Listen, listen, listen. You are. If if this was the topic three weeks ago, I would. But I and I said this to you. Kyle Trask lost the Heisman in the last two games. Yeah. You were talking about Mac Jones, and you were so proud when they were winning that game by a touchdown to Florida. <laughs> um, but Kyle Trask did lose the Heisman in the last two games. Those those turnovers, I'm sorry, no matter how hard you're trying, they're inexcusable. Would you give it to, Kyle, would you give it to Mac Jones over Kyle Trask, though? What's your order? What's your order? Top three finalists right here. Who gets it, and who's your who's Honestly, right behind them? Uh, my top three might be Devontae, Smith, Kyle Trask, and then Mac Jones. Why Kyle and Trask over Mac Jones, though? I look at I look at the way Kyle Trask played the entire season. Yes, these last two weeks were unforgivable in a sense. There was a lot to deal with in that LSU game, but I'm not making excuses for him. But Kyle Trask did it in so many different ways. Mac Jones basically did it in the Devontae Smith and Najee Harris way. You know, and, and it was like you said, if he had a waddle and was spreading the ball around, was finding guys underneath and over the top and doing the things you want to see a quarterback do in a pro-style offense coming up, I get him being over Trask after what Trask did these last two weeks. But if I take the season as a whole and what Kyle Trask was able to do on the stat line and on the field and what he did with that team to bring them together – I, I would I would have to take them. So let me let me Jones. let me drop some facts on you on you real quick with this comparison between Kyle Trask and Mac Jones. So Kyle Trask leads. He is he's a stat monster right now. He's a stat yeah. machine. He leads at pretty much every single 
stat, as in touchdowns, yards, I believe. Yards, he, he leads yeah. in yards, and let me see what touchdowns. He leads in touchdowns as well. Yep. But if you look at his percentages, yards per attempt, Mac Jones, 11.4 yards per attempt. Kyle Trask, 10.1 yards per attempt. That that's come down in the last that, two weeks. Do you though. think that's because that's just come down? I would also give that uh, give that a credit to Devontae Smith, though. That yeah, would be where that would be where Devontae Smith comes in, though. But then again, yeah. you have those field stretchers in, in at Florida, though. You have what what that well, Tony, that you Tony have, kid you have a Kyle Pitts. and Kyle Pitts, you have yeah, a Kyle exactly. Pitts. But even still, Kyle Pitts, he, he's getting a lot of those post routes and deep cross routes and dig routes. So even as he's making it happen, he's catching the ball eight, nine, ten yards down the field. And then Kadarius Tony, he's taking screens to the house. That's a yards after catch monster. I can't wait to see Tony in the NFL and if he can make moves like that. That's going to be a step. passer Passer rating for the two as well. Mac Jones, 202, and Kyle Trask, 186. So Kyle, so Mac Jones is making the good, the big good plays as well. I mean, and you saw it in the SEC yeah. championship. To me, you have to give the Heisman Trophy to a winner, okay? And 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 Ooh. in order, in order as well, you have to give it to a winner. And Kyle Trask is not the winner. That's what I rest my case on. Devontae Smith, though, I mean, he is the guy. Listen, I was just looking, and this could be the last thing here. Listen yeah. to this: 184 yards against Florida. LSU, he had 231 yards. Auburn, he had 171 yards. 144 against Kentucky. 203 against Mississippi State. 167 against Georgia. 164 against Mrs. against Ole Miss. Like these these stats, man. These stats are like video game numbers. That that is why I give it to Devontae Smith, and that's why I don't give it to Mac Jones. That those are nuts. Those are nuts numbers, though. My gosh, like, and 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 we'll move on after this. But I said this to somebody. I don't know if it's you or somebody else. I don't understand how Alabama keeps getting these stud receivers. Everyone wants but to they play for don't them. get quarter, but they don't get quarterbacks. Like they don't get like those those elite style quarterbacks. They have receivers and running backs who make the quarterback, and it blows my mind. It does, but. I feel you. I mean, I love I love where you're coming from. I understand you're a homer. I'm not a homer because I don't. Wow. I, I meant that in a good wow. way. And you you have the right to be. Your team is doing well enough to be a homer. I give facts, have, homer. I give facts right now. That's three people on your squad that you could legitimately try to make an argument for the Heisman. Guess how many my team has right now? Okay, so we're good there. Let's move <laughs> forward. <laughs> Let's move forward. So we talk a little bit. That's the end of the college coming up. We're going to get into the bowl games and conversation, but I know there's another thing on your mind. So let's talk NFL draft a little bit. So this past week, the New York Jets got their first win of the season. I'm sad about that, by the way. <laughs> I was really rooting for them to go 0-16 <laughs> just because I want another team to go 0-16. That's one of those things, though, this weekend. It was like, Man, my fantasy football team really let me down, and that's a real killer. But so much good happened around that. Bama won. Bama's headed to the playoffs. The Jets just gifted my Jacksonville Jaguars Trevor Lawrence. If the Jaguars don't screw it up, I mean, this is just – Well, you you hit it on the head. That's exactly what I wanted to know. The the Jags right now, if the season ended, are in control of the number one pick. Like, how do you, what are the scenarios you think could go down with the Jaguars having the first overall pick? So, if the Jag, I mean, I don't think there is a question behind the fact that the Jags are going to take Trevor Lawrence if they end up securing that first overall pick. Now, the bad thing is, is week 17, I believe they play the Colts. 
uh, and if, if the Colts have everything locked up, they could end up playing their backups here. So the Jags could easily end up winning that game maybe they beat him once already Nothing better than a toilet bowl baby <laughs> i mean it's just like it's scary man it's oh is it i'll have to double check if it's, it's the colts either way i know their last game of the season is against someone who is a playoff type team so it really could come down to that but i gotta tell you man about be, my concern here is beyond trevor lawrence going first overall because whether it's the jets or the Jags getting that first overall pick, it's going to be Trevor Lawrence. It's after that pick that is really coming to like the forefront of my mind here and really concerning me because at the beginning of the season, you could easily say that if it's two teams that need a quarterback at one and two, it's going to be Trevor Lawrence at one and Justin Fields from Ohio State at two. And right now, I am so low. I've been low on Justin Fields, and you can you can attest to this. I have yeah. been low on Justin Fields because I thought the Jags were going to get him. I thought the Jets were going to go zero and sixteen, and the Jags would jag it up and win some games to where they they're out of the Trevor Lawrence sweepstakes. Now the Jags are on the other end of this, and I still wouldn't want the Jets to take Justin Fields, and I don't think they do. If you look at this today and and look at Justin Fields versus Sam Darnold, who would you take? Would you would if you I'm take the, Jets, the chance? If I'm the Jets, if I'm the Jets, I'm keeping Sam Darnold, and and it's because I, I don't I don't give him. It, it reminds me of the Jared Goff experience in the Rams. It's definitely the coach. Like uh, when he had Jeff Fisher, it was very clear it was a Jeff Fisher problem, not a Jared Goff problem. They got Sean McVay, and what happened? Playoffs, Super Bowl, and you know now he's playing decent. I, I agree with the same thing. I think the Jets would like to give Sam Donald a chance with a competent coach, not an Adam Gaze-like coach. And so I think this is a situation where it's coach over player. You keep the player, you move forward in a different route. Get him some protection at number two if that's the case. Exactly, and that's what I think. And and, and the thing is, is there there's information behind this Justin Fields hate, by the way, I've been I've been negative on him all season long because I hate one of the reasons why I've been negative on him all season long is because my Jags, I'm obviously a big Jags fan. Everyone was so excited for the Jags to be able to still land Justin Fields instead of Trevor Lawrence, and they were willing to accept that. To me, it's not even close. It's not even close between Trevor Lawrence and Justin Fields, okay? Statistically, what you see on the field, off the field, Trevor Lawrence is a franchise-changing quarterback. Justin Fields is not a franchise-changing quarterback. No offense here, and I don't mean this in any disrespect, Justin Fields is Blake Bortles. He's your consolation prize in this draft, okay? No, don't be that mean. I'm not going to say he's going to end up like Blake Bortles. He might end up being good. He's, he's, his scouting report, all the comparisons are Russell Wilson-esque. That's a good name to be compared to, okay? Yeah. That is a great name to be compared to, a great style to resemble in this today's NFL. It's great. But something that is very alarming to me, especially this season, tell me if these numbers don't scare you here. Against no, against good Top 25 teams, Northwestern, completion percentage, 44%. Indiana, 60%. Two interceptions against Northwestern. Three interceptions against Indiana. Do those numbers are, are those numbers alarming to you? I mean, you can tear up Nebraska, Penn State, Rutgers, and Michigan State, but... Here's the thing. I, they're not good numbers. They aren't good numbers. However... That goes back to what I was saying earlier about him never being able to get a rhythm, never being able to get a uh, chemistry going, because both of those games that you brought up, they had games canceled the week before. 
and I get it. You should be able to, you know, be in, in uh, practice week, an extra week, almost like a bi-week type practice ordeal and be getting together with your team. But if you're not getting actual play, it's hard to get that rhythm. I don't want to excuse him from those numbers because you're a top prospect. You should be better than that. You're correct there. But those are both games that he had a cancellation the week before. And I, I watched and, – and, and this is the bad thing to me, and this is what I watched in this game – I watched Justin Fields throw a screen pass, I believe, to who was it? Trey Sermon, the running back that tore it up. He yeah. threw a screen pass to Trey Sermon, and it was it was a Blake Bortles esque type throw. It was very wobbly, it was very inaccurate, yeah. and it was a simple, simple screen pass. He was easily rattled through that yeah. game. Obviously, they won. They won. That's all that matters. As an Ohio State fan, you're probably listening to this. They still won. I get it. Yeah. But Justin Fields just isn't the guy to me maybe he shows it in the in the nfl once he gets in there and and yeah i could be completely wrong i've been wrong all week long i'm this could be another l to add up to my book but you brought up the fact that this season has been a concern because of the fact that there's, there's inconsistencies inconsistencies with the schedule travel back in time to last season against yeah. clemson 65 percent. that's average that's not bad that's not bad, not bad at all but one touchdown and two interceptions in a major major game. Isaiah Simmons was a monster in that game. Clemson's defense last year was much better fair than enough. they are now. Fair enough, fair enough. Two games against Wisconsin last season, though. 61% completion percentage and 54% yeah. completion percentage. I understand. I'll be the first one to tell you I think he needs to be more accurate. As I'm watching him play Northwestern uh, over the weekend, all I kept saying is every single throw he th- he has is high. It's like he – you remember when they said Russell Wilson was too short to see over the line? I think that is actually Trevor uh, – I'm sorry, Justin Fields' problem. Because, like, he'd have a wide-open tight end six yards out and the tight end's having to jump for it. That doesn't allow for yards after catch, and that's an issue. You want to be creating yardage after the catch. So I'll be the first one to agree with you. He's not as accurate as he can be. But that's why so many people are hyped on him is his his uh, prowess with his legs, his running ability, his lane vision, and how he can escape the pocket when need be and make the right decision. So he's a decent he's a decent prospect. He has work to do. What I saw Saturday and what we're seeing with his draft stock is why I say that I think he should, you know, maybe take that extra year, get a four year on his belt, and get back up. That is a that that is a good. I'm, I'm gonna ask you one more question and then I want to move on. So let's say your Jaguars do end up with number two. You guys do need a quarterback. Would you agree? Yep, 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 yep. What do you think about it, uh, Zach Wilson from BYU or Trey Lance from North Dakota State instead? I don't like either of those picks. Uh, so, so let me tell you. Let me let me just get this out of the way here. When I was talking about Justin Fields as the guy, I, I would I would rather Justin Fields over those guys. I would rather oh. the, Justin Fields over those guys. I don't. My bias could show I'd rather Mac Jones over him. I'd almost rather Kyle Trask <laughs> over him, to be honest. But those guys, no, those Jack two quarterbacks, Florida guys, those two quarterbacks could be a later on in the draft, like later, later in the first, maybe, maybe with their second first overall pick or second first round pick. But the reason why I don't want any of these other quarterbacks is because the Jaguars need a franchise changing pick here, and neither of those guys, not even Justin Fields. And this is why I was down on him. Not even Justin Fields is a franchise-changing quarterback. I told everyone if if the Jets are even slightly considering trading back from first first overall pick, I would give up every first-round pick for the next like six years to get a guy like Trevor Lawrence. Like this is what I don't even care if Trevor Lawrence pans out. Trevor Lawrence could be a complete 
bust, okay? This pick here is the start of what your franchise needs to get back on track to go to move forward in this league, okay? Especially yeah. in Jacksonville where they've always settled for the second best quarterback in the draft. Even though Blake Bortles wasn't the second best quarterback in the draft, it's still that same mindset where they're just settling, okay? It's just settling on the biggest piece in your franchise, the the biggest player in your lineup. I I, I don't I just, I don't like it. I don't like I would rather I, I'd rather trade a second round pick for Sam Darnold at that point. Keep I mean, your keep your first. I get what you're saying. Keep your first. Saying, trade you your second round that. pick. <laughs> I do. I do mean that. That's the thing. I do mean that. I do. But I digress. I was hot. Right. I was hot. I was heated. I feel you. I understand, man. It's it's hard to it's hard to have your your franchise in that position and know how much that pick means. And to to be fans, as much as we talk the sport, love the sport, and get to be blessed to do this, we're still fans at the end of the day. So come draft night to sit on that couch and have no control and hope that your team does the right thing with the franchise changing pick. It's stressful. I get it. I get it. I've seen. I've seen it. I've seen it go wrong. I mean, think about the New York Giants who made the right pick at two with Saquon Barkley. What have they had to endure for? I mean, an injury plagued player so far. I mean, we've we've been we've been you know uh, we we haven't got to reap the benefits of watching a Saquon Barkley tear Sa- up the league. I, I mean, it's sad. Side note here: Saquon Barkley has dropped down in my like running back rankings like for over, yeah. like overall running back rankings he's like low bottom 10 like close to closer to 10 rather than where he used to be at like two or three yeah he's got some work to do to make it back up for sure well Vinny, yes. that was some wonderful insight i was heated uh, i was i was buzzing I on that appreciate, all day i appreciate the way you came in there that was a hot take it was a good take uh except for that whole like mac jones over you know trask and all that stuff uh, <laughs> Real quick, who uh, who uh, who wins the college football playoffs? Who wins the national championship? Yeah. Oh, I mean, <laughs> I don't like betting on my boys, but uh, I don't like betting. I'm not gonna. I can't. Uh, now that I'm put okay, now I'm put on the show, like I have to answer. I. It's gonna be Alabama Clemson. I'll say that. How about that? I'll just say it's Alabama Clemson because I so let to let everyone know. You asked me this question, you put me on the spot. Everyone's probably like, "Dude, this kid's a punk!" Like not answering this question on this show. Like, <laughs> what a baby! Like, come on, answer this. Answer the question. I don't. There's two things I don't do. Well, there's one thing I don't do when it comes to college football. I no two things. I don't bet on <laughs> Alabama games. I don't bet and I don't gamble on Alabama games, and I don't make predictions for Alabama games. I don't do either one That's of those rough. things. That's my thing. I don't. Is that rough? Uh, That's rough. The latter you, you should absolutely do. I get not doing the former. I, I, I don't bet. I don't bet on Florida State games, but I'll predict. I am because, very superstitious. I mean, that's what we do. That's what we do for this sport. We talk about how our teams are going to win. If you can't even put on for your team, are they really your team? No. Okay then. Well said then. Well, that's going to do it for us today. College football talk was fantastic. I was a fan of everything you said and everything I said because, let's be honest, we got the best takes. It's five-star content here. Five-star. Once again, ladies and gentlemen, you know where to find us on Facebook at Rough Cut Sports, on Twitter at Rough Cut underscore sports, on Instagram at the Rough Cut Sportscast. <laughs> Vinny, any last words? Uh, Mac Jones for Heisman, if not Devontae Smith. Because we're out of time, I'm going to leave that down. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, it's been your boy, AJ Johnson, and the one and only Vinny Milani. 
Herd Nugget. We'll see you guys tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs>